Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. What are you doing? My double chin exercise. Just helps, apparently. I've started doing face yoga. Face yoga? Yes. Just to help tone the face. Oh, show me. So look up. Mm. And then as if you're giving like a kiss. So it's squeaky, like a pout, yeah. And that's good for your double chin. Yeah, and hold it for a few seconds, release and do it again. Who told you that? A face yoga app. Oh, I can feel it actually. Right, what do I do with the rest of my body? (laughs) (laughs) Give up. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Like, is it okay to completely replace your iron with a steamer? And should you ever use a Harry Bond suite as a cock ring? <laughs> it's a fascinating glimpse into producer Ben's life. <laughs> what have you been up to on the star mix? Would it work, that? It'd snap. Well, it... <laughs> Did they do supersized versions? <laughs> All right, what are you saying? <laughs> well, no, because a Haribo ring, it's not big. Yeah, but you can stretch them. Can you? You can stretch them around your tongue. Around your tongue. Mm. Oh. And, of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants. Are we William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not Jordan North, radio presenter and champion rower. I'm more signature scent. You're more lingering stench. Wow. Yeah, well, thank you to Alison for that one. You thank you, Blame Alison. her. Should we have a drink? Yes. Well, we should explain we are in our new studio at the moment. Not that you're that bothered, but we're in a new studio in... Whereabouts in London are we here? Uh, we're West. in Farringdon. Yeah, West London, is that central? We're in East London. Oh, is this East London? Central East. Oh, OK, yeah. Central East. So, um, we've no gin... Uh, with no cups. I'm. Why have I got my mug? Well, that was a, a G&D was sent in a Mr Burnley mug a few months ago, and we've moved to this lovely studio. It's a complete upgrade on the last place, but what has been forgotten is what I would call the essentials, and that we don't have proper cups for our gin and a bonnet. So We also don't have proper gin. So where's this gin from? I don't know. It's just a, like a thing you get in some sort of hamper. Oh, he said, that's only a double, that. We usually have a double each. Well, you do do, do as much. Oh, my God, just be careful. Do as much as you can of that. Oh, drinking gin and debate out of a mug like a commoner. Four well, years ago, yes, I probably would have done that when we started the podcast. Have I changed? Oh, you, that didn't do it. Can you believe it was our four-year anniversary as well? Yes. We only knew because of our great listener, Lauren. Yes, and I know. Thank you, Lauren, for pointing that out to us. Um, we were much obliged. Maybe that's what we should toast to, to four years. We, we should toast to four years. That's an excellent idea. I do, you know, I do have another You, you do again. think. Okay, right. You ready? Put your mug up. Okay. Four more years. Four mo- <laughs> to four As more, someone once said. Four more years. Oh, it's quite nice out of the mug. Are we going to be like an American presidency where you can only do two terms of four years and then that's it? Well, who would re-elect us? We would elect us. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh, that's extra great. I'd prefer it in a mug, I think. Uh, oh, no, don't. Mm. Yeah. I prefer it in a nice low-ball tumbler with a heavy bottom and a delicate rim, of which this is not one. It's got a heavy bottom, hasn't it's it? It's coloured glass. What's wrong with I mean, it's fine. Coloured glass? No, but it's just nicer and a, a more classic. This is, you know, Ikea's finest, I would imagine. Mm. 
Mm. But it's nice. At least the Devonny is chilled. You're not going to melt. You'll be all right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're in our new studio at the moment. So if it's a bit echoey, just bear with us because we're waiting for soundproof curtains or something. Something like that. Mikey was here before. We're not... Can I just... And I just want to... I haven't actually talked to Ben about this, but I'm going to talk to us all, the, the three of us now. We're not going to do a behind-the-scenes video because every TV show or radio show, when they move into a new location, it is so self-indulgent yeah, when they do, right. oh, you know, new home, let's do a behind-the-scenes video. Behind the scenes? We haven't seen the scenes. Yeah. Why do we want to see behind them? No one's really bothered, are they? Exactly. So we are absolutely not doing it. Okay. But give it a few months and we could do, on the weekends, we could do little tours. Oh. We could sell tickets... For tours of the Help I Sex in My Boss studios. I'm sure some g and would ben be interested. Ben, he's got pound signs in his <laughs> eyes already. Ben can do the gift shop. Yeah. You can take the tickets. Yeah. And I'll do the tours. Okay. These are the lavatories. This is the studio. This is the studio. £20, thank you. Okay. God, how bloody noisy is it in here? Well, when we have soundproofing, it'll be... Will it? Yeah, it'll be better. As always, if you need our help with something, then we... We shut up! <laughs> Trying to do a pissing podcast recording in here! <laughs> what did you say? Lock the door, Ben. <laughs> Gobshite. <laughs> Can we also say, the other thing with this new studio is Ben used to be in a behind room. some glass. Okay, he was away, and you probably now might be able to, at points, just only at points, when he summons up enough energy to laugh you might hear a little titter a little titter in the corner <laughs> as always if you need our help with something we might as well record up frigging front street here <laughs> front street I just love your terminology <laughs> just would never have called it that what would you call on it? the road <laughs> front street on the, on the, you know, on the avenue. <laughs> See, Dad never used to say, oh, shut that door, do you think I'm paying to heat the front street? No, because my father wasn't Larry Grayson. It's <laughs> <laughs> another 1970s reference only Jordan and I will get. Uh, as always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you get in touch. You can send your, oh, your and, and, uh, anecdotes of oppression. Apprehension. You can send your anecdotes of apprehension to help at sextedmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sextedmyboss or you can write to this man here, William Hansen, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter to paper. The address for that is also on the website, sextedmyboss.com. I spent a good hour of my evening last night replying to letters. You know that wadge of letters that we mm. found in the old studio just before we moved out? Mm -hmm. So I sat there and wrote and on some of them I did double sides did just to make up for the delay. So oh. they are on your on the way uh, if you've put a return address also some people's uh, handwriting uh, is interesting i just like to point out i don't have great handwriting no i'm i'm not brilliant either but there was one or two where i actually couldn't read their name so i've just sort of gone with something generic when i have to write their name tom <laughs> no i've gone with the g and diva in residence oh okay so if you get a letter from addressed to you as the g and diva in residence then. We always appreciate the letter, and generally we read every letter that, that Dear is sent homeowner, to us. Dear homeowner. <laughs> Dear occupier. Dear resident. To whom it may concern. Anyway, how's your week been? What's new? I've not seen you in ages. Uh, no, uh, it's been good. Uh, I've been in Amsterdam. Yes. Yes. In the Netherlands. In, in pardon? <laughs> That's my Dutch accent. Did you go to the red light district? No. Did you go to the... Is it the blue light district? No. Is that the gay one? It's... All sorts. The pink light district? Uh, no. I think it's the blue light district. There, there is a such a thing as the blue light district, I am told. Oh. No, we didn't go anywhere near that. We just did the canals oh. and the streets around the canals. The canal streets. Um, you and Mikey? Yes. It was a sort of, it was a deferred from August 2020 trip. Oh, wow. So it was okay. ones on sort of hotel vouchers and flight vouchers we had to use up because oh. of COVID. So it was originally booked as a work trip. But then we went uh, for holiday. It was very nice. Mm, I've only we been once for Stag Do. The Stag Do yes. that I went to and recorded the first episode of this after that week. It was probably a very different experience to the Amsterdam that we saw. Yeah, I'd like to go back and do it properly. It's so beautiful. I know. Were you working out there? Did you have any? No, I mean, I do work in the Netherlands a lot, but it's usually The Hague or in Middleburg, not in, um, not in Amsterdam. Although I have worked in Amsterdam. Yeah, a lot of canals, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, I stupidly said on my row <laughs> when I did my row. 
I was mm. like, is it just the UK that has canals? Oh, you stupid person. So no. Like, <laughs> that was the whole entire year of Europe. Really. It's how sort of, it, they were the motorways before we had motorways. Mm. Yeah. Maybe in a hundred years time, you're sort of, whoever comes next on Radio One's going to be, you know, walking up the motorways. Maybe, yeah. For comic relief. Oh, don't give them any ideas. No. Yeah. But yeah, so you went to Amsterdam. Went to Amsterdam. What, what, did you go to that private members club that you love? Did you stay there? Potentially, uh, yeah. What did you eat? Well, I ate Bitterballon. I beg your pardon? Bitterballon. And how was he? <laughs> Bitterballon uh, is very nice. They are little sort of... In other cultures, you'd call them arancini. Do you know what I mean? Arancini? Yeah, the little sort of rice Weren't balls. in my year at school? <laughs> <laughs> no, plays for Man City, I think. Um, but the... Oh, lads. <laughs> so impressed with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a good joke. That was very yes, good. Thank you. Bust me. Oh, <laughs> right, Arancini. Anyway, mm. what is that? <laughs> Arancini. So they're little rice balls, Italian rice balls oh, yeah. that you might have had as like a first course somewhere. Oh, I love them. But yeah. bitterballon. They're not rice. They're a sort of a Dutch version, often with veal or sort of minced beef or, mm. or something. And I went to go and eat them with a knife and fork. And while I was with my colleague uh, at Jean Paul, and he said he found it quite funny that I was using a knife and fork, quite a British way to eat bitter balance. Apparently you just pick up the balls, dip them in the sauce and, and get then pop them in, them your, in mouth. your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, veal. Yes, it was really good. Mm. I once helped a German fella that broke down on the road. <laughs> you t- <laughs> cast, cast your mind back to series two, everyone. Big slab of meat in his boot. I said, what's that? He said, it's my spare veal. <laughs> Have I done that one before? Yes. <laughs> so other than that, how was the weather? It's quite cold in it in Amsterdam. No, it was, it was like it was like here. I mean, we had lovely weather last week, and we cracking had lovely flags. weather over there. It was it was gorgeous. Say it was cracking flags. It was cracking flags. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? Have we talked about this before? Well, I've, I've heard that expression before, but I don't know whether we've talked about the meaning. It's cracking flags outside. Cracking flags. Yeah, it is today as well. Yeah, but I don't get. I've talked about this before, Anna. Sun's cracking flags. It's absolutely cracking flags. But what does that mean? It means it's a hot day. No, but, no, but what, cracking flags. The flags is what we call the pavement, the, the flags. Oh, flagstones. Yeah, so it's cracking flags. It's oh. that hot, the pavement's cracking. Oh, I thought cracking flags, they had, you know, flags. No. Like, you know, it's pride flags. Sort oh, of. It's part of my childhood. It's absolutely cracking flags outside. Go out and play every summer holiday. Right. Mm. Okay, cracking flags. There we go. Breaking pavements. There you are. Wasn't that a song? No, it's Chasing Pavements. Chasing Pavements. That was Adele. Adele. Whatever happened to her? I don't know. Speaking of Mikey. Yes. He was in before. I was looking at him with his lovely curly hair that he's got in the moment. Has anyone ever said to you, and this is a compliment up north. Has anyone ever said to you that you're massively punching? I'm going to be massively punching in a minute. (laughs) And I, and I, I, some people find that really... I think we've talked about it before because mm. I said it to our mutual friends once yes. at a wedding. They, they, they didn't enjoy it. No, no, I think we have talked about it before. Yeah. But I don't see it as a as an insult, but you are punching. Right. Yeah. And well, where does that term come from? Like punching above your weight. It's a boxing term. It was a term. boxing term. Yeah. Oh, I see. So if you were lighter and you went in to punch someone that's heavier than you, mm. it's a bad thing. You should only... Well, if you're punching above your weight, which you are. Right. Have you been told that before? Well, by you. Have I said that to you before? Possibly. Oh. I, I, I don't I, mean Mike, it Mikey is a very attractive man. Oh, he's really handsome. If 40-year-old bold, bold-headed steadheads are your thing, he's gorgeous. Mm. Cheers, George. Yeah, he's punching my little flower pot, he is. It's a good job he's got money. That's all I'm going to say. It's a good job. I'm a kept man when I'm not outside. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you. That's uh, is that a compliment? Yeah, it is. I was just looking at him before, and I was like, he's he's a very handsome man. He's I'm very lucky. Mm. I would also like to say he is very lucky as well. Yeah. I make a lovely sponge. Okay. Press yeah. them to my spongy have, fingers. You have a very good life together, don't you? We do. Yes. Yeah. That's you know we'd like to cement that later on in the year, which brings me on very nicely. Oh yeah. The big wedding thing that we've done in the house uh, this week, other than have conversations you didn't know you needed to have about what colour the seat pads could be. Oh, God, I bet you used to love it. Imagine, right, anyone that's been married and how much stressful it is, 
Imagine two highly strung gays getting married. <laughs> Who are the two highly strung gays? <laughs> oh my god! I would. We need to start recording the conversation. <laughs> this could be a podcast in itself. The the planning the gay wedding of the year. We generally we were sent a colour board of all the different colours of seat pads for the reception that you can have. This is why I'm never getting married. I just could, I don't want to. Like I'm I am really looking forward to your wedding. Not you are, but I just couldn't be asked with all that. There's, there's no price difference between whether you want white, off-white, off-off-white, off-off-off-off-white. Are you joking? No. But again, we need to make the right decision. Yeah. So we put in our decision, but we might now change our seat pad to a, a like a sort of a faded gold colour. Oh, okay. Tacky. What about, <laughs> what about Lyric? Not Lyric. Lyric? Like, um, Lycra. Is Lycra a colour? No. Lily, Lily, what's the like a lily white? No, like a li- li- lilac. Lilac, yeah. <laughs> Got there in the end. What about lilac? Um, yes, but it wouldn't really go with the room. Oh, okay. No. Anyway, so we've done seat pads. That's yep. not as exciting as what, where I was going. But I have now commissioned the invitations. <gasps> not invites. Oh my god, have you? Yes. So are they these... are being printed as we speak. There's going to be next level invitations. There's going to be extra next level invitations and then there's going to be William Hansen and Mikey's wedding invites. Well, yes. And uh, oh y- yes and no. And I've brought I've brought some examples of wedding invitations in to to go oh. through. Phone! Phone! Please answer it. It's the, the invisible man. Tell him I can't see him. Hello. Why don't we just go and record on the train station? That'd be easier. <laughs> right. Anyway, wedding invites. You, you say that they're all, you know, next level, etc. To be perfectly honest, from an etiquette point of view, there is really only one way to do a classic. British wedding invitation. So, have you got like one of the little things that you put on the pin board or the fridge, a magnet to keep the date on? I say what? You know, like you get with some wedding invites. Oh yeah, yeah. No. And have you got a list of song suggestions for the DJ? Well, no, but also that's very separate from the invitation. No, it's and not. also there's no DJ. Oh god, there's no DJ. I mean, you're on the guest list, but you're very much in a social capacity. I'll happily DJ. Yeah, it's not happening. I mean, I'll charge you my DJ fee, but I will yeah, happily of course you DJ. Will. <laughs> I will happily DJ. Sarah and Brian doing Tina Turner's Proud Mary. Proud <laughs> Mary, keep on rolling. There'll be funny. quite a few Proud Marys at our wedding, I can tell you. <laughs> Genuinely, I didn't realise I knew so many gay people until I looked around the uh, looked on the wedding list. I was like, oh my God, it's half the room. That'll make RuPaul's Drag Race look like a footy match. <laughs> No, anyway, look, and I also want to say thank you to my colleague Jo, because she has helped, whose book you have, uh, she helped me a lot with the invitation oh, yeah, and it's good the book, wording that. of certain things. Oh, hang on. Jesus Christ, it's going to be a real pissing day. <laughs> Ben's up and down like a brat tonight. Just bear with us, Gene Davis, Ben's uh, picking up a package. He's got a bigger package than you'd think. Cheers, pal, have a good weekend. What is that? Don't open it now. We're halfway through a pig and record. Jesus Christ. Are they the lights? Massive. What you can send it? them back if they're too big. A yoga mat. That's quite big. Oh, for God's sake. Can we just start recording, please? Can we carry on? Right, show us your wedding invitations. Well, so these, this isn't mine. This is an example of the style that we are going for. Okay, so what we'll I'm put go- pictures of these up on there. Yeah, what I'm, gonna, what I'm going to show you is sort of the, the classic British wedding invitation. Mm. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. You can't bloody read this. Mr. and Mrs. Christoph, Christopher Bull request the pleasure of your company at the marriage of their daughter... So who's Mr. and Mr. Christopher? No, this is an example one. Of their do- Yeah, but why are they... Of their daughter Florence Grace and Mr. Ben Christopher Bowley at Lint. This is bloody. This is. Well, d- Greek respectfully, to me. it could be written in Comic Sans and you would struggle to read it. Okay? <laughs> I don't want to be rude. You could have actually, because Comic Sans is for dyslexic people. It's a font for dyslexic people. Did you know my old agent's husband uh, invented Comic Sans? You told me this before, mm, yeah. yeah. And Vedana. And Trebuchet. I like it. I like an aerial bold. You like an aerial bold. Both, also, what I like for my washing machine. So. <laughs> you 
should stop putting Georgia in the washing machine as well. Is it just me that uses Georgia? No, yeah, okay. that was a shit <laughs> <show>. <laughs> Okay, cut Get that. in the corner and have a word with yourself. <laughs> Right, anyway. I can't always keep this podcast going. Right, so th- this, is, this is it. Now, you'll notice it's like a greetings card. Mm. Now, this is a bit of a, a quandary that I had, because this is the etiquette, is to have this sort of greetings card invitation, so it stands up nicely on people's mantel shelves and I that sort of thing. I wish you would have told me, because I would have brought all my wedding invitations. I always keep my wedding invitations. Oh. I've got them in a little box. However, I think that in this day and age, having this sort of bit is a, sort of a waste of paper. And half of me thought, do we just sort of sh- do a slice down there and just have one side? But then the other half of me is like, no, it is still correct to do that. And I don't feel we're ready to change the rules. Okay. So that's sort of the style that we're having. Obviously, um, Mr. and Mrs. I can't Christop- you have to do this all, the- all week. Mr. <laughs> I can't believe you have to get excited about Little Mix all week. So, you know, meh. Little Mix are quite exciting. They're not. It's all the same. Right. I don't want to sound rude right now. Which is always a precursor to this is going to sound rude. But this is so f***ing boring. (laughs) Look, here are all the other styles of invitation we could have gone for. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, okay. This is is nice, but you see this is one side. This is quite floral. Okay, but it's... I like that. No, now I sound rude and obnoxious. Sorry, I don't mean to sound... Carry on, carry on. We've got nine series of you being rude and obnoxious. No, don't say... Right, okay. I'll I'll, I'll humour you. This this is a... See, I like that. Okay. Then there's... We could have gone with a coloured card. I like that. That's nice. That's classy. Well, that is classy. It's a bit boring, that. It's correct. That looks like a funeral when they've got the picture in and the hymns (laughs) and stuff. Or we could have gone, Oh, no, I like that. Yeah, but it's monogrammed, and that's a bit naff, really. What's monogrammed? Well, that. And that's, we don't have a monogram. What's, that, that's fair. If you said to me a William Hansen invitation, that... Okay. Are you putting, like, little sweets out? And what's the... There's no night do, so you're not having a night do food, are you? As I no? say, you're going for bacon butties, burgers, pizza van. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Are you not having a night do buffet for the night? We're not guests? having a night do. Okay, that's my favourite. Okay, that one and that one. So, if you were getting married, which style of invitation These would you two. go for? I'm never getting married. Oh, that's quite nice. I just think that's a bit. I do oh. like that, but that that says sort of summer garden party to mm, me. That's nice as well. These are my favourite three. Okay. Sorry, I'm I'm not really bored. Just you see, it's, correspondence so, is fun. I can just imagine Mikey just doing ten hour shift on. Yard, and you come along going, darling. What, what? Anyone flower pot? Anyone? Yeah, no, that's nice. Off white, white, off off white. I couldn't give a shit, sweetheart. Honestly, <laughs> whatever, whatever tickles your fancy. We have had a lot of, again, not just seat pads, but the spacing between lines, the wording on the reply card, because we are doing. And actually, do I need to reply to the reply, the invitation? You need to reply to the invitation. Yes. What if I don't reply? Well, then you're not coming. Then you'll turn up on the day and there won't be a space for you. Oh, I've got your card here for your donation for the rowing. Oh, for God's sake. Just reminded me, I was meant to give you that the other week. Have you you commissioned a special card? I just need to write it. Oh, for God's sake, not this again. (laughs) I've got it here. Jordan, it doesn't carry the same weight when you write it in front of somebody. It was so lovely of you to donate. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But you really don't need to. Is it a funny card? Well, you can't wait till I wrote it. Written. Written. Oh, for Maybe give it to me in the bonus in a few days' time. Okay. So always with any invitation, wedding or otherwise, in the bottom left-hand corner, correctly, you see those four letters? R-S-V-P. What does that stand for? Respond. Yeah, it's French. I don't know. What what's, does... what's the French for, please? Voulez. S'il vous plaît. Oh, what does it mean? It means répondez s'il vous plaît, which was please reply. Okay. And so here, on this one, it's telling you to reply via the enclosed card. On here, there is a postal address. Uh, on another one, there is an email address. Uh, but on ours, there will be a reply card. And, and do you... we have to send it? Yeah, otherwise you're not coming. That's... Uh, you're so anal. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the night after. <laughs> you are so anal. Right. <laughs> All invitations need to be responded to within a couple of days, really. 
that's basically people have proper jobs yes and i sent a save the date out last year so basically everyone should have the date reserved As, and then you officially confirm a couple of days after receiving. Take our, do we put our dietary requirements on and what food you want well you, you've asked a good question so on the reply card his sort of only going back 10 20 years ago you put it would say number of vegetarians and then a little space and you'd write one, two, or three. But as my colleague Joe says, it does that does sound a bit Bridget Jones' mother, in that that's the only dietary requirement going. And obviously we know now that everybody has a dietary requirement. So we've just changed it to say, please let us know if you have any dietary requirements. Why don't you do a table of veggies, lactose intolerance? They can all go to shit of them together. <laughs> <laughs> and they're a vegan table. They can all have separate bathrooms. And then it's just easier for the, easier for the staff as well. Well, I, I can see that, but it doesn't necessarily just mean... Just have them all together. You can, can have all vegans together, have all veggies together, lactose intolerant, put all pissheads together, I'll sit with your mum on the table, <laughs> then everyone's sorted. Well, thank you. I'll, um, if, if anything happens to our wedding planner, I'll give you a call. What is the food, can you tell us? No, because I haven't had the tasting yet. Just make tasting? We get a wedding t- a food tasting in a couple of weeks. Do they do that thing where a lot of people, a lot of weddings I go to, if you go back a year later, you get half price on food? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think at the venue we're going to that that's a thing. Uh, right, our Ryan and Kate did that. So you go back right. a year later on your anniversary and they give you a meal, like a slap-up meal for half price. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, did he do that at your place? Well, I haven't got married yet, so ask me in a year and a half's time. Me and James are going to sort out the night, do I've seen James on a cruise recently. That sounds weird. Mm. And we're going to sort out the No, night you should day. just say, this is not James, my brother. This is our friend, James. I know, not but our friend... Yippee! <laughs> Wiz! Can I come? Of course you can, James. <laughs> not your brother. Yeah. That's my impression for your brother. <laughs> Woo! BBC Radio Bristol! <laughs> any but any our, news? Our, our friend James isn't coming. He's going to another Oh, wedding. it's Chelsea that's going, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. I'm so sorry that you're coming to a substandard wedding. It's not going to be substandard, let's face it. Do I need to wear tails? No. God. What? <laughs> Although, the thought of it is quite amusing. So maybe I should change the dress. I'm, you and Ben in morning of, dress would be hilarious. I'm of average height, okay? I'm just under six. Short. Four. I'm of average height. Short. I'm not sure. I wouldn't say I was short. No. I'm average height. Little pocket rocket, aren't you? Shut the f- Right. <laughs> Pocket rocket, but um, tails on average. Tails look good on tall people. But right. Anyone below six foot, not good. Anyway, who died and made you Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen? <laughs> Style guru over here. <laughs> well, it's just because my mate's wedding. Rick, that were tails, and mine and Rick's tails were down to our pissing ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Tripping up. It's basically like a train. <laughs> anyway. Right. Right. Anything? How's your week? Are you all right? Yeah, good. I'm on a bad film run at the moment. A bad film yeah. run. Yeah. Does anyone else go through this? What is a bad film? So run? I like to watch a film. I, I, I used to, I used to watch a film every night, but I don't now. But um, every weekend. Well, that's when I you like... only work once a, once a week. I watch. She is such a bitch. <laughs> I watch. Um, I watch a film most weekends, and I've just okay. for the past two or three weekends now I've not watched a decent film. Is it because you're? Why? I mean, is it you I selecting a bad film? Yeah, we're just picking ones. And uh, I really want to see Promising Young Woman, but that's not available on any streaming platforms yet. Um, so, yeah, I've just... What so what, what was... What, give us some right, examples of bad films. I watched one called Stuck in Ice or something. What was Stuck in Ice? I mean, I've never let, even heard of it. Let me tell you, it's on my film list. Um, what sort of film... What is your ideal film? Uh, I like a good drama. Um, let me show you. Movies. Right. Against the Ice, I watched that, and it started off good, but then it went a bit thingy. And then we watched, oh, we watched that Bruce Springsteen one, and that started off good. Mm. And it just went on a bit. <laughs> and I don't mind. I think if a film goes on beyond two hours, 15 minutes, mm. we're in dangerous territory. But other than that, I'm all right, yeah. I'm on a bad film run. Can I just say, I've just noticed with your phone... <gasps> I've got a pop socket. You've got an Asian pop socket. Is that what they call it? Yeah, so, uh, big in Asia. My uh, favourite co-host, Vic Hope, um, <laughs> told me to get one. Poor and, Beverly. Um, oh, no, it's... <laughs> I'm not I know the running order, don't no, worry. And, and the good I'm for, on the bottom. They're good for self. 
thought we weren't going to talk about. They're good for <laughs> selfies, but yeah, I've got a pop socket. I'm that guy with pop socket. A pop socket and a pinky. Can ring. I can I touch your pop socket? How do you pop it? Oh, you just pull it. Yeah. Is it because you get tired holding? Well, just, it's just good for holding, and it's good for self. Not that I take many selfies. Yeah, I'll do a selfie with my pop socket. Pass it here. Come on, we'll do one. Because oh, it's just better for holding, and you will love this, because, look, you can hold it up. There you go. But what, what does the pop socket give you that your fingers don't? They just, you can hold it better, and right. it's just easier to hold. And then if you're on train, look at that. Wow. Well, that's that's nice. I'm very happy for you. Good. I think it just ruins the aesthetic of the phone. Oh, cheers. Can I go for a wee now before we do the questions? Tell you what, go for a wee in the break. Okay. Because it's time for William's Wacky! Oh, that was a good one. New studio. Word of the week. Come on, G and it's time to learn a new word with William and Jordan. It's William's Wacky Word of the Week. The word of the week this week is pot valor. Pot valor. Is that something you put on your phone? <laughs> pot valor. And I'll tell you the definition after Jordan's been to the loo. Hello, I'm Jess Phillips, an MP, and if you don't already know, I'm now a fully fledged podcaster. My show is called Yours Sincerely, and in each episode, I invite a guest to celebrate three people that mean the world to them someone they love someone who's no longer around, and someone who doesn't realise how significant a role they've played in their lives. I've spoken to Lorraine Kelly about the letter she would send to celebrate her favourite teacher, Vicky Patterson about the letter she would send to her best friend who passed away, and Fee Glover talked to me about how much she loves Taylor Swift. The conversations are a celebration of people we love, and so we often find ourselves in tears of joy and sadness as guests share the letters of appreciation they wish they could send. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or by searching for Jess Phillips wherever you listen to podcasts. And with that, I'll sign off with yours sincerely, Jess Phillips. I hope you get to enjoy my podcast soon. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to G&D, and my word of the week this week was pot valor. Jordan, what do you think it means? Uh, um... Something to do with house staff? No. I don't know. It's very you. It's courage that you get after you've had a drink. Oh, is it? Yes. Dutch courage? Dutch courage. Pot valour? Yes, I've got a bit of pot valour. Oh, I've had a lot of pot valour in my time. Yeah, I bet you have. Ed butter, Ed butter a lamppost in Blackpool. 
Did you? I'm joking. I'm just bad. <laughs> Poor Lamp Post. Um, June Divas, if you want to uh, see what we get up to, other than our YouTube, there is, of course, our TikTok. Jordan never misses it. <laughs> what? Our TikTok. I, do, I watch Ben shows me them because I'm not on TikTok. No, why not? I don't know, but they are, apparently are help I sex with my boss. TikToks are very popular. People, people say, and here I learned a new term this week to do with TikTok. Mm-hmm. My friend Luke said that he gets served us a lot in his feed. Oh, that's, that's the term. That's the algorithm, isn't yeah. it? Is yeah. He, he, I don't know if he follows us, but he gets served in his, like, because you have following and for you. Mm-hmm. And in his for you, we get served quite a lot. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. a restaurant. So what are you going to say about TikTok? Well, you can, uh, you can go and check us out on TikTok. What are we on TikTok? I believe, let, let me just think, we're at Sex with My Boss. Are we um, verified on it? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty poor, to be honest. Shall we go to the listeners' questions? I think let's do the listeners' let's questions. Let's do it. Hi, Jolium. Jolium. Jolium, which is the J-O-R of Jordan and the Liam of William. Jolium. Oh, my God. That's amazing. With Jolium. Jolium. Like Jedward. Or Will we, we, Will Jod. Will... Will... I... Pre- Jolium. Jolium. Will Dan. Jolium. 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 <laughs> Please don't take my man. Jolium. Jolium. Lovely. Thank you, Dolly Parton. Yeah, could we not be. Has she got a book out? No, James Patterson. Yes, she does. Yes. She's on tube. Um, I'll read that. Could we not be Will Dan? Because then I'm still first. Will Dan. Will Dan. Right. Anyway, hi, Jolium, and producer Ben. Pen. Pen. (laughs) That's what we can call him. Pen. Jolium and Pen. Nice. Um, let me preface this by saying I. Oh my god! I just. I, what is wrong? <laughs> I just. Can we just not? I mean, I've just done a lovely twenty-minute thing on wedding invitations, and now we're going to this. <laughs> what is it? I try and bring this podcast up market. Let me preface this by saying I have major daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always been attracted to older men. Recently, I started chatting with a blank profile on Grinder. My own profile is the typical headless torso. We were getting along quite well and had quite a lot of the same interests before things started to get sexual. Now, you have to remember that no pics have been exchanged up to this point. We were getting to the point where we would schedule a hookup, so the inevitable question came up. Pictures. He happened to send his pictures first, including his face, body, and <clears throat> the lower bits. Oh, okay. Oh my god! Oh my god! Whoa! Come on, I'm, I'm on bloody eggshells here! <laughs> what? Come on! Oh! What? <laughs> I'm on eggshells! <laughs> what is it? What is it? Come on! I was shocked to be greeted with pictures of my dad. Have you just been sick? Have you just been sick? Oh my god. I think we need to take a breather. Oh, he said his dad's cock last night. It's not, it's, I mean, you've sexted him, basically. At this point, I. <clears throat> at this point, I immediately closed Grinder and essentially ghosted my own father. Help. What should I do? Anonymous. Oh my god. Right. Remember when we said we had the guy that was shagging the watermelon? That, I mean, that seems like a Disney film now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just, I don't know. I, I think this is a classic case of you, you just block, move on. Never happened. But also, there, I have so many questions. Like, but then does he, do you does know your father... It, like, ob- obviously, does, your does father your, at I, one point had a relationship uh, with your mother. Are they still together? Does he know? Oh, there are so many questions, Anonymous, that this brings up. And I sort of want to know more, but I also don't want to know more. Like, if you want to share more, maybe let us know whether you, you know your father is gay, because then obviously that's a whole nother discussion. We have a weekend release. We can dedicate an entire series to this letter, I believe. I just... 
I've, I am, no wonder I, you've got daddy issues. I am absolutely flummoxed. I am. We that's that's we've never had a letter like that. I don't know if we can help. I we can just block that profile and pretend it never happened. And if, and maybe what if if your dad and mum are still in a relationship? I, I don't. I don't know. But I guess he anonymous didn't send photos. To his father. So the father doesn't know. No. So it's probably better, actually, that the father doesn't know. Yeah. You just live with that. And in a bizarre twist of fate, we've now come round to the difference between a therapist and a psychiatrist. I was just going to say, and Mikey knows a great therapist. This, Yeah. Well, this needs a team of psychiatrists, to be perfectly honest. I mean, Jesus wept. Let's move on to another letter. I'm never going to work again. (laughs) To William Jordan and producer Ben. I'd like to start by saying thank you for keeping us all entertained whilst the globe seems intent on going mad. Oh, I can't believe he said that dad's penis. I can't... Oh, God. You are definitely a light in gloomy times. Also well done to Jordan for completing his rowing home challenge. Bless you, thank you. My husband is a nurse in A&E and was on the absolute forefront of COVID when it all kicked off. Unsurprisingly, he contracted COVID in March 2020 and it was pretty awful. And he has recently been diagnosed with long COVID. He's trying to get back to normal life and to do things such as go to the cinema, gigs, etc. But he is finding it difficult to get back to the swing of things and has often cancelled. I completely understand his hesitation, but we have been invited to a wedding which is in July. It's my ex-bosses, whom I admire greatly. I'd obviously love for my husband to be there, as he would finally get to meet some people who are very dear to me, and some who now live a long way away. How do I try to make him see that this is a good opportunity for him to start to do normal things and for him to enjoy life again? I have suggested to him that if he feels uncomfortable at any point, we can go outside for fresh air. Any advice is greatly appreciated. Kind regards, Joe. I think long COVID, I know two people that say they've got it and Mm. it's a lot serious than what people think. Mm -hmm. And one of my friends that's got it, he's really fit and healthy, he goes to the gym every day and stuff, but has to have a nap in his lunch break and mm. stuff because he's absolutely shattered at work uh, so I think a lot of people like people don't realise how bad it is but I think you should really say to your other half that I really really want you to come and even if you just show your face and mm. go back to the hotel room whenever you feel tired yep. after the main meal but if you can come for a couple of hours you don't have to do the night do mm. get a nice hotel maybe get a hotel room where the wedding is and yep. just say you just do it as long as you can, even if you go up and have a nap or a few mm. hours and come back down. But I think you should stress that they should come if they are up to it. Yeah, I mean, look, wed- weddings um, at the best of times are generally long affairs. They're qu- fairly full on, and you know my feelings on those anyway. But whether you're fit and healthy or you have any form of ailment or long COVID, for example, they they can be tiring. So I think your approach, Jordan, is absolutely right. You sort of minimise the commitment or the pressure that is on your husband in this, in this instance joe and say just come for the ceremony i know 45 minutes i don't know how long that is go and have a rest then come for a bit in mm. the night do or whatever you take the pressure off rather than oh you have to be there for the whole thing and actually regardless of whether you have long covid or not there shouldn't be this pressure that you have got to stay for absolutely everything the ceremony and the meal are the two most important things after that if you need to go because childcare issues, because you've travelled a long way and you've got to get home because that's the last train or the last bus, whatever, not a problem. Um, so I would minimise that and take the take the pressure off. Two things. Yes. First of all, I still can't believe you're not having a nap. So okay, basically, fine, you just get over it. You're yeah. gonna, you're gonna. Good advice, by the way. You're gonna go back. <laughs> you're gonna have this big day, the best day of your life, and then you're gonna go and watch Hollyoaks. No, well, no. I just I can't Poirot. believe Poirot. I just can't. So you're literally going to go home? No, we'll go upstairs. To the hotel room? Yeah, to the I suite. I just find it so weird. Like, the night do is the best bit. No, it's not. I just can't get my head around You can go. I just find it weird. Second thing, what's a good excuse for not going to a wedding? What's a good... Sorry? What's No, I'm not... <laughs> just like, what's a good reason to be not able to attend a wedding? Um, Death. Either yours or somebody else's, very close to you, mm. is probably quite good. I agree. If you get invited to a wedding, you've kind of got to go on, yeah. Especially if you've said you're going to go. Obviously, you know, in, in COVID, in the, the age that we're living in, if you actually have it and you feel that you don't want to spread it around, fair enough. 
Are you what? just getting getting in some excuses early? No, I'm just yeah, that's a fair point. What if I mean, Jim Beavers? Been... If you never get any episodes beyond September of this podcast, we will know that Jordan cancelled on the wedding. Do you think real talk yes. is a good excuse not to go to a wedding because you've been offered a DJ gig that's a good payer <laughs> at a student union in Cheshire? In Cheshire, <laughs> or is it Warrington? What are you doing? No, is that a good excuse not to? Uh, I'm joking. I won't miss it for the world. But hey, darling, if they can get you up there for 10 o'clock, we're finishing at 6, so, I mean, say yes. No, I'm going out with everyone afterwards. I'm going to do a night do. Are you? We need to book... We actually do need to book somewhere, Ben. Yeah. We'll book book a room somewhere. Book a room. Is it going to be called a function room? It'll... And I'll send invites out for Jordan's night do. Right. Are you inviting people to the stag do? Yeah. Are you doing proper invitations? No, I'm charging them. Tickets available online. <laughs> but do they get an invitation? Do you do you actually send out, n- not knowing nothing about stag dudes, do you actually send out invitations for stag dudes? No, it's just a WhatsApp group. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes, I was added into one and I left it a few years ago. My friend George's. Or did I leave it or mute it? I can't remember. I did not participate because I was not going on the stag do. Um, Joe, I hope that helps. I still can't get over that first letter, though. This one is from Lou, with a U. Hello, William and Jordan. I hope you're keeping well. I very much enjoy a glass of wine or two, so I always drink my wine from a standard stemmed wine glass. Recently, we have both been going to our friend's house for drinks and nibbles, which we enjoy very much. The problem is, although our friends drink wine, they don't own any wine glasses, as they like to drink their wine from a tumbler. Oh, I think that's quite cool, that picnic and stuff. I have, a st- I have stemless wine glasses. And it's a tumbler. It's not. It's a stemless wine glass. Well, I'm so, um, look. I, mean, I don't. I don't. I don't want to sort of raise it's my very job. Very scandy. No. It, what is the difference between a stemless wine glass? Because it's and a, a t- wine glass. It's shaped like a wine glass, but without the stem. It's called a tumbler. It's a stemless wine glass. I'm not arguing with you about this. It's a stemless wine glass, and it's very cool. I've had them for a couple of years, actually. I got it from IKEA. <laughs> Just because you got it from IKEA doesn't make it scandy. It's very scandy. Anyway, I like, I mean, it's a beaker as well. I think it's pretty cool. Oh, just drink it from the bottle. I mean, why bother? Get a straw. You would, however, approve of... Sarah does. (laughs) You would, however, approve of the tumblers. They are a heavy bottom with a thin rim. Oh, no, no, no. I think it's like in it. Like, that's... If you have wine in there... Like, oh, shit. If you have wine in one of them, I think that's quite cool. It's tragic. Like if you're at a party or no. if you're in a kitchen and it's quite cool. It's very East London. Carry on. You would approve of the tumblers, heavy bottom, thin rim. And they'd be perfect for a gin and a bonnet, but not for a lovely glass of chilled Sauvignon Blanc. And certainly not for a glass of sparkling, quote unquote, lady petrol. Would it be acceptable etiquette to Love turn up... Lady petrol. Would it be acceptable etiquette to turn up at the next Wine and Nibbles with my own glass? I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Keep up the good work. Best wishes, Lou. You could maybe go around with your gift and that could be four wine glasses. Yes. Very William, very passive aggressive. <laughs> or Lou, you could just get used to drinking from beakers. No, go around I, with your gift, give them some wine glasses. They might appreciate it. Uh, do you know what I do, Lou? When you're next there with a tumbler, have a, a couple of glasses too many or appear to, drop one of them, break them. <laughs> Okay, or with a, if they're all on the side by the uh, just as you leave with a large sweeping motion, all on the floor. You go. I'm so, so sorry. You dropped a mug at my house. I'm so sorry. I'll bring. I'll get you some new ones. I'll replace them first thing tomorrow, and then you turn up with some lovely wine glasses. That's not about it. I think next time it's their birthday, I'll say, "Oh, we just wanted to say thanks for having us all the time. Go with a nice bottle of wine and some wine glasses." Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that's probably Get the way a really nice fancy one with like girls just want to have fun on it or is no, it wine o'clock? No, yet? no, oh, no. <laughs> oh, 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 mummy loves wine. Oh, something like that. <laughs> mummy needs a drink. Yeah, or mummy needs a drink, something like that on it. Yeah. <gasps> we should get, we should get some <laughs> mummy needs a drink tumblers because that's doing no, really no. well on TikTok. Oh. Mummy needs a drink. Yeah, that's what I do. Get a really we also get one some, that says uh, something like Princess loves sparkles. Wait till you come to my mum and dad's in Spain. There's bloody signs up saying, a home is not a home unless there's love in it and all these kind of things. <laughs> Have I ever showed you the signs of my mum's house? Every, in no. every room there's at least three. Oh. Home is where the heart is. 
but where's the gin at? That kind of thing. Is it gin o'clock here? There was a study done that people that have signs like uh, L-O-V-E or breathe, etc., all those sort of signs are more neurotic than those that don't, and they need visual affirmations to calm themselves down, which is why they put them in their homes. Okay, I'll tell Wendy that. You tell Wendy that. If you sprinkle when you tinkle, it'll be a sweet and wipe the seat. Well, that's just naff. That's in our downstairs toilet. I don't care. That's where it belongs. Anyway, next one. Good luck, Lou. Hello, William Jordan, and of course, producer Ben. The pee on producer, however, is lowercase, which is probably better. Yeah. In this instance, from Lisa. I've been listening to your podcast for about a month or so since I found you on TikTok, and I have tried to get my husband to listen to it on many an occasion, but alas, with no success. Well, you can always get a new husband, Lisa. So I ask, what is the etiquette for dealing with someone who doesn't like the podcast and has no interest in being a and diva My advice stands. Do you think after 10 years together, it's time for a divorce? Yes. Yours sincerely, Lisa. P.S. I love the podcast, and I hope I can come and see you in Edinburgh this year. Probably just the one ticket for you, Lisa, I'd imagine. Lisa, if you're everyone's cup of tea, you be a mug so we can take it that your husband hates us what what are you just trotting out all these really cliched sayings today <laughs> that's above my mum's cooker <laughs> <laughs> yes lisa we that's totally fine keep trying but if if he if he doesn't like us that's fine if we were everyone's cup of tea you'd be a mug yeah and we we may not like him so yeah, think about That's it that way. Yeah. yeah, but to keep getting because I know I know people are like mm, my my half didn't like it at first. Usually, <laughs> cat. Yeah, <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> but then we started listening in the car and they got used to it. Yeah, but yeah, we very much like to take people hostage. Bring him on tour and we'll change his mind. Then yes, we'll bring him on stage. Yeah, get we'll get him on stage for William Stagdon. Yes, excellent. Uh, before we go, a gentle reminder that if you want to help with something, then you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexedmyboss.com. Uh, or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram or TikTok. We're at sexedmyboss. Or you can write to William. He promises a handwritten reply when he's not pissing about with his own invitations. On his own letterhead paper, the address is on the website, sexedmyboss.com. We'll see you for our weekend release on Friday. 